We are continuing our study of Tehillim and we are on Mizmor Yud, the 10th chapter of Tehillim. The introduction in, in the Steinsaltz is a psalm of prayer that rails against the rule of the wicked. So this is going to be a Mizmor about the wicked. So what were the themes that we've seen in Tehillim about the wicked? That God should enact justice. I will praise God if he enacts justice. That the wicked shall, shall fall into the traps that they have made for others. That they should fall into that themselves. Those are the typical themes of Entehilim uh, against the wicked. Pasuk Aleph. Lama Adonai ta'amod brachok ta'alim le'aitot batsara. Why do you stand far off Hashem? Lama Adonai ta'amod brachok. Why do you stand far? Ta'alim le'aitot batsara. Why do you hide yourself? Ta'alim is an, it's a, it's a, it's a transitive form, so it's, it's hide yourself, like a, like a lehit alim, or is to ignore, or to, uh, alim is to, is to hide, okay? So why do you hide in times of trouble? Why do we need God to come and, and be around? Because, pasuk bet, begavat rasha idlakani, because the, the rasha with his gava, with his pride, he chases after the poor. Begavat rasha idlak ani idlak is a word that you see a lot in Tanakh. It means to chase after something. How it's related to like a dolek to kindle. So I don't know. Um, I have a hunch it's because the person gets uh, excited in, in, the, in the heat of the chase or something like that. So yidlak would be considered something uh, like chasing. Well, begavat rasha yidlak ani, in his pride, he chases after the weak. He prays on them, in other words. And then, And now the author of the Mizmor turns and says a prayer, and he says, they shall be caught in the schemes that they plot. So this could be like the fourth or fifth time we've seen this theme, that he's praying to the Rashaim, be caught in the schemes that they have readied for other people. Okay? For the Rasha praises himself over the, the desires of his heart. You know, with the people who are tzaddikim, they praise themselves over controlling their desires. The Rasha, he praises himself and he gets excited over fulfilling his desires. And the one who steals and then blesses is disgusting to God. There's a, um, I think there's a Gemara that from here learns that if a person steals and then does a mitzvah with the item that he stole, it's mitzvah ba'aba vera. It's a mitzvah that, yeah, something like that. So, but, but the Peshat is that the one who steals and then praises in the, uh, or is, is excited about the fact that he stole, that is disgusting to God. Therefore, with all of this said, with all the, the fact that the, the evil man is chasing after the poor and he's praising himself for the fulfillment of his desires and the wickedness of his heart, you, the Mizmor turns to Borei Olam and prays for God to come and stop hiding. Okay? Pasuk 4. Rasha kegova apo balidrosh en Elohim kol mezimotav. Now the Rasha 
because of his arrogance, Kegova Apo, because of the highness of his face, is the literal translation, but the, the arrogance that he has, Bali Drosh, he does not seek. What does he not seek? He does not seek any of God's help. He does not seek out a relationship with God. And Elohim Kol Motav. God is not in any of his intentions or plans or thoughts. Yahilu Derachav Bechulayet. His actions or his ways are succeeding at all times. Marom And you, Hashem, seem to be very far and up high and unrelated to him. All of his enemies, he blows them away. He blows at them and he shoes them away. Is making reference to Hashem or reference to the Rasha? So it's saying like this. The Rasha seems to succeed in anything that he does. Most of the commentaries say Yahilu is a form of success. Like Chayil. Like a sot Chayil to be, be successful. Uh, there's another opinion that it means to start something like Yathil and the tough is missing. Or another opinion is that it means, the Radak says it means to scare. He scares his enemies. But let's say it's to prosper. So the Rasha prospers at all times. But then you would think, and he prospers in his evil. That's what he's prospering in. He's prospering in his evil, right? But then the Mizmor says, and you, Boreolam, you're not even in the picture for him. It's like... Uh, meaning you're, you're, you, to him, it's as if you're hiding somewhere in the heavens, very, very far off. It's like our previous governor. We, God didn't do it. I did it. You know, yeah. like, so Wait, nah, God took who, him out of the... Who said that? Cuomo. Remember that was Cuomo's famous line? Famous line. It wasn't, it wasn't, it was, we, I, we did it, not God. He said not God. Dafka said not God. Really? So the That's moment he, he pushed God it's out like of the picture, the the, picture, God let him go up, 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 up. Right. So you know, you see all the, the position, and all of a sudden... And then boom. boom. He say that, that's called saying the quiet part out loud. You know? <laughs> he said the quiet part out loud. Okay. Amar Bilibo Baliman, now the Rasha continues talking. You know, he already doesn't, doesn't feel Boreolam's presence, doesn't believe in Boreolam. God is not in any of his, his intentions or his thoughts. And then he says, Amar Bilibo Balemot, he says in his heart, I won't stumble. Balemot. The Dorvador, Asher Lo Vira. Throughout the generations, I will never go into bad. Bira, Asher Lo Vira. It's a funny word usage, but I won't have any evil or nothing bad will happen. And his mouth is full of, of curses. Allah means a curse. Mirmot, deceit. Vatoch, vatoch is like intrigue. Um, what does toch mean typically? Inside. Inside, right? So they say things that remain on the inside, but he expresses them differently on the outside. That's what vatoch means, which is deceit. Mirma, lies. Okay, vatoch. And his tongue is full of mischief and wickedness. So this Rasha says he's never going to stumble. And on his tongue he has curses and deceit and lies and mischief. Now what does he do? He sits and wait in ambush in the courtyards. In the hidden places he kills the innocent. He fixes his eyes on the chelech, on the poor, on the, the downtrodden. He fixes his eyes on his prey, on his possible... Yeah, he takes advantage. Yerov bamistar ke'aryeh He lurks in hiding 
like a lion in its lair. Yerov lahatofani, he stands in ambush to grab the ani. Yachtofani b'moshcho and he catches the ani when he pulls his net, the net that he set up to trap people. When he pulls it, who do you find in there? The poor man. What's all this uh, reference to the Rasha bullying and praying and taunting the ani? Because if David were to have been uh, saying these things, the, is David referring to himself as Daniel? Pro- pro- there's an element of him referring to himself. I think he's turning to Bori Olam and asking for God's judgment against the wicked and his own experience. I think the reason we always see it couched in language of trapped and caught was because David as king was a tzaddik and he probably felt like he was, uh, he was the, underdog. the underdog. And then there were people constantly... Trapping him or trying to put him in traps or sab- trying to sabotage his own him. His own family was. His, yeah, I mean, you have. You're not going to be a king. Who are you? Are you? If Shaul, yeah. and then and Shaul and, and uh, Doeg, and then later you have Achitofel, Achitofel of Shalom. So all these people were intelligent people who were constantly trying to set up traps for him. Maybe in his mind, they did not have any fear of God because they were seeking out the downtrodden. And David had many parts of his life where he genuinely was. Nirdaf and, and poor and downtrodden. So I don't think this is so uh, unrelated to his own life. Now what happens to me, this holds true for people who are not king as well. Yes. You know, the, there, there are people that are out there trying to, to take advantage of the poor. I mean, and half of the society is built on that. Every governor in any, look at every, every country, I mean, it happens in the US as well, but every country in the world, but China. Is that not a group of powerful men are making the poor suffer for their own benefit. Look what they're doing to the Uyghurs right now. Yeah. Anyone know about Uyghurs, this? Yeah. The Uyghurs. Uyghurs? Yeah. It's a, it's a group of, it's a sect of Muslims in China that are, they, oh, they, have like, yeah, they have them in concentration oh, camps right now. In 2021? Nobody, nobody cares. Nobody, nobody cares. Nobody in China? Cares. Yeah, because nobody could do anything. What are you going to do? Go no, drop a bomb on them? No, they live freely. They did this. But they, they no, they're... they're abortions. They, put, they put them in concentration camps. The new, the new enemy of the world, China. Yeah. Okay, Yitke Yashowah bin Afalba'atsumav Khil Kaim. He crushes them, meaning the, the evil man crushes the poor. He causes them to bow over Yashowah bin Afalba'atsumav and the downtrodden uh, in his, by his might. Fall when Afal ba'atzumav chel kaim chel kaim is the same as chelich that we saw before, which means the poor and the downtrodden. So with his strength, the poor bend over, they crouch over, they fall into into line, and they they uh, they fall on the ground. And what does he say to his God to, to, uh, in his heart? Hashem has forgotten. He He has hidden his face. He will never see. So this is David's complaint. This is the, the, the psalm author's complaint here is that God sees all of this and this seemingly is God isn't doing anything. Why are you standing so far? So he says, God has forgotten. He's covered his face and, lest he, and he will never look. This is what the Rasha said. The Rasha said, God is not, doesn't care. Arise Hashem. God, raise your hand. Do not forget the humble. Why is the wicked mocking God, saying to Amar Belibo Lotidrosh, saying that 
you're never going to come after him? Why do you allow the Rasha to have the claim that you're never going to come after him? If you were to judge the Rasha and put him in his place, then they will all become believers in God. But the way you're doing it right now, by staying far, the Rashaim have like all have this argument, they have this chance to, to assume that you know, there is no God judging of anything. Now, Pasuk Yudalit, and in, in reality, the, the, the author says, Raita ki ata amal vachas tabit, latet viadecha alecha yazov chelecha, yatomata ita ozer, but you, Raita, you've really indeed seen it. Ki ata amal vachas tabit, because you, wickedness and mischief, you look at, you see it. Latet viadecha, and it's all in your hands. Alecha yazov chelecha, the poor, same word chelech, the poor, all rely on you, Yatom and you are the one or were the one that were in charge of helping the orphans. So they claim that you're not seeing anything, but I know that you see everything because all of this is in your hands. So therefore, break the arm of the wicked and of the evildoer and the evildoer, Tidrosh uh, Tidrosh is like to seek out and get rid of. Tidrosh means to seek out typically. But in, in this context, it means to seek out the wickedness and get rid of it, eradicate it. So, Shevor Zeroah break the arm of the wicked. Vara, and the evildoer, purge his wickedness so that it will no longer be found. Adonai, Melech, Olam, Vaed, Avedu, Goim, The Lord is king forever. And nations have perished from his land. Now what does it mean when it says nations have perished from his land? According to our context, it's talking about the evil people. The evil people have perished from his land. The, the ones who have done the treachery have perished from his land. And they don't exist anymore. And therefore, Borei Olam, continue to show that judgment that you've shown in the past on those nations of the world. See, it's nice when you see Psukim that you're familiar with from Tefillah. It's interesting to see them in their original context. Would you have ever thought that the... Yeah, because this Mizmor so far, if you notice the Mizmor, by the way, was it more of an of a individual Mizmor or a national Mizmor? No, this one so far is more individual. It's about a, the poor guy talking about, uh, and, and he's, he's being oppressed by the wicked. It's not about Am Israel, it's about the poor individuals, the orphans. Why are you letting them rise? Why don't you just knock them down? Right. Why are you letting the, the wicked rise, knock them down? He's not talking about the wicked nations. It seems like he's talking about wicked people. That they're standing still, in trap. Now, still, what's interesting is that... One, he's one, not one wicked, he's more of... Right, uh, so, that, so that's what the Radak says, actually. So he says, the reason he's including the nation is because the wicked people typically travel, travel in groups yes. and they typically build societies of wickedness. So God is the king forever and all of the wicked nations or the goyim have perished from his land. Lord, you hear the desire of the humble. Tachin libam... So there are two ways to, to translate this. So it's tachin libam, you strengthen their heart, meaning you support their heart, and your ears listen. Takshivos necha. Our prayers are listened. Right. Or you could say tachin libam is like could make me make an argument that it's like yachin libam that when they prepare their heart, then your ear hears. Meaning you could oh, okay. you could say when, that when, you, when, when they when, pray when they pray when their yeah. heart is close to you you're gonna hear their prayer. Yeah, I wonder how they translated uh, it there. What, what do they it say? Says, Lord, you have heard the desire of the humble. You will strengthen their heart. Okay, so they you do the first one. 
your ear to, to hear. Tachin libam. The reason it doesn't work to say tachin libam is that they prepare their heart is because tachin is, is second person. And the next half of the pasuk is speaking in that same tense, in that second person tense. Also, if you could say that tachin would be third person, a future tense, but it typically only applies to females because if you were to do it for males, you would say yachin libam. So, ah, whatever. But, but I think you could still make the argument that, that that's what it means. Last pasuk, lishpot yatom vadach val yosif od laarotz enosh minaretz. You judge the orphan and the oppressed vadach is like the crushed. Val yosif od so that it no longer laarotz enosh minaretz do the people get crushed on the land. Meaning, when Borei Olam is the is the judge, then the poor people do not get destroyed. They do not get terrified innocent. La'arots, la'arots, like the fear. So they don't have to get terrified. Here it has destroy. So, as a me- summary of this new one. Simple fix to today's society. What? It's the same. Meaning, bring God into your lives <coughs> yes. and, and the... COVID. Uh, <laughs> I always say, <laughs> Borei Olam, you know, whenever you have like a very complex watch, there is, you know, let's call look, the one piece, the king piece, in which... If you don't have that piece, none of the pieces connect mm-hmm. or turn or none of the watch doesn't work, right? So Borei Olam is like that piece that you stick into the watch and, and then everything starts to turn. It's, and I'm, I'm, I'm not saying this just as like a cute metaphor. I think it's really true that in every element of life, let's say, I, I, let's say it like this. Let's say I was an atheist. The fact of the matter is that even if I didn't believe in God, the fact of the matter is that every element of life improves when you insert God into the picture. Personal anxiety improves, family life improves, uh, individual relationships with, with your wife improves, your, your, your humil- level of humility improves, your treatment of other impro- others improves. Societies that believe in God typically have better records than, uh, than societies that don't. I, I had an argument with a, not a client, more like a, someone I bumped into in the real estate industry. He's an old man, a very not irreligious old man. And he was saying, ah, I feel like most people are fighting wars based on religion. I'm like, yeah, what about in the 20th century? Were the Nazis religious? Were the Soviets religious? Were the Chinese communists religious? And they're, all, they're all atheists. The Nazis were based on Frederick Nietzsche's ideology. It was the atheist ideology. He was the first to declare that God is dead. So what? So you think, so it's because of religion that people are killing each other? Or is it because we're human that we're killing each other? It has nothing to do with religion. It's because we are human and we're, Actually, we, have, ones, we have negative uh, elements of our... The ones our, who are, want the power, the ones who really don't, are totally against religion. So that said, what was I saying? Well, I was saying that because God, when you insert God into the picture, it fixes every single element of life, even if you were an atheist. Meaning, if, if someone were to be an atheist, you'd say, look, if you want to live a better life, just, just act like God exists and your life will be better. Now, that to me is another proof of, of God's existence. Because... The fact that the world is created in a way in which life improves in every aspect when God is inserted into the middle, it means that the designer of our lives must have... Has to be in the nucleus. Right. The designer of our lives has created it in a way in which God is necessary. So who other than God could be the designer? Well, I always always say, I believe in the... To an atheist, I believe in the God that you don't believe in. In In order for you not to believe in something, it has to exist. (laughs) <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, so he exists. <laughs> 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 because you don't believe it. <laughs> a general question. 
it seemed David, uh, every whatever he does, he, uh, he questioned God, why, why you did this, why you did that. Is it correct to be? That seems to be the Jewish way of tefillah, starting from Avraham Avinu in last week's parasha. Why, God, are you destroying the righteous with the wicked? What if there are 50 righteous? So he said, it seems like, does it make any philosophical sense? No. But the idea that we can question God, relationship with God is, is, is not only, not only uh, allowed, but it seems like it's also recommended. It seems like God expects us to question the injustices of the world. Close to because the alternative is, is to just accept it, is to accept everything that God does, and then to see the poor person on the street and say, ah, oh, this is what God wants for him, so I might as well not help him. I think that would be the alternative. So questioning God is, is looked at throughout all of Tanakh as something good. Same thing with Yov, and you see now with, with David. Seems to be a very, very grand, major theme in Tanakh. You get more closer when you ask, when you question. Baruch, Adonai, 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 Adonai.